December 5th, 1 John chapter 5, verses 1 through 21. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is a child of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and really this isn't difficult. For every child of God defeats this evil world by trusting Christ to give the victory. And the ones who win this battle against the world are the ones who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by His baptism in water and by shedding His blood on the cross, not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit also gives us the testimony that this is true. So we have these three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the testimony that comes from God, and God has testified about His Son. All who believe in the Son of God know that this is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about His Son. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. So whoever has God's Son has life. Whoever does not have His Son does not have life. I write this to you who believe in the Son of God, so that you may know you have eternal life and we can be confident that He will listen to us whenever we ask Him for anything in line with His will. And if we know He is listening when we make our requests, we can be sure that He will give us what we ask for. If you see a Christian brother or sister sinning in a way that does not lead to death, you should pray, and God will give that person life. But there is a sin that leads to death and I am not saying you should pray for those who commit it. Every wrong is sin, but not all sins lead to death. We know that those who have become part of God's family do not make a practice of sinning. For God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot get his hands on them. We know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under the power and control of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come, and He has given us understanding, so that we can know the true God. And now we are in God, because we are in His Son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God, and He is eternal life. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. This week's Bible Meditation, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ.
when it comes to prayer, um, the Bible is very, very serious about it. In fact, you're going to see over and over and over again in the New Testament, this theme began to be developed. And, and in the New Testament, the scriptures also acknowledge that prayer is difficult. Paul says, labor with me in prayer. Isn't that an interesting choice of words? Work with me at prayer. It, it's almost as if the apostles acknowledging, hey, it doesn't come easy for most of us. So labor with me, work with me, sweat with me in prayer. The Bible says to pray without ceasing, okay? So that that amen that we say is a so be it, not an ending to our dialogue with God Almighty. Rejoice in hope, persevere in tribulation, be devoted to prayer. Ephesians 6.18 Pray at all times in the Spirit with all perseverance, with all devotion. Devote yourself to prayer. Be watchful in prayer. Continue in, be steadfast in prayer. Isaiah 62, 6-7 says this, On your walls, O Jerusalem, I, God Almighty, have appointed watchmen. All day and all night they will never keep silent. You who remind the Lord, take no rest for yourselves and give me no rest until He, God the Father, establishes and makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. So God loves being bothered by his children so much that he literally appoints people to bother him. Did, did you hear it in the text? Give me no rest. Don't stop asking me. Don't stop petitioning me. Don't stop begging me until Jerusalem is established. In this, God's saying, listen, he's saying, bother me. Bother me, pester me, all right? Keep knocking on my door. Give me no rest until I answer you. All right, so this is once again the same. Not only has he ordained that we should ask him, but he delights in the asking. It's James 4.2. You desire and you do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. Listen to this. You do not have because you do not ask. Is it not an implication of this text that if you did ask, you would have? Luke 11, 9-10. This is red letter. Jesus said this. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened to you. Psalm 124, verses 1 through 8. The Lord is on your side when people want to devour you. 
and when circumstances seem to drown you, and when Satan tries to deceive you. You can usually detect man's anger, and you can feel it when circumstances overwhelm you, but Satan's traps might catch you if you're not careful. In His death, resurrection, and ascension, Jesus Christ has not only set you free from the snares, but He has broken the snares, and they can never trap you again unless you let them. You are free as a bird, so use your wings of faith and live in the heavenlies. Psalm 124, verses 1 through 8 A song for the ascent to Jerusalem, a psalm of David. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel now say, If the Lord had not been on our side, when people rose up against us, they would have swallowed us alive because of their burning anger against us. The waters would have engulfed us. A torrent would have overwhelmed us. Yes, the raging waters of their fury would have overwhelmed our very lives. Blessed be the Lord, who did not let their teeth tear us apart. We escaped like a bird from a hunter's trap. The trap is broken, and we are free. Our help is from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. Proverbs 29, verses 5 through 8. To flatter people is to lay a trap for their feet. Evil people are trapped by sin, but the righteous escape, shouting for joy. The godly know the rights of the poor. The wicked don't care to know. Mockers can get a whole town agitated, but those who are wise will calm anger.